Hey everyone, welcome to episode five of the Fashion Sense Finance Mess podcast, the modern girls and guys guide to financial success while still looking cute on a budget, of course. If you don't know yet, my name is Taylor and our co-host is Lindsay. Hello, hello. On the last episode, we talked about money tips, which is what we are continuing with for this episode. This past week over on Instagram and the blog, I talked a lot about debt and your credit score from how you should be checking your credit score and credit report, how those are different, what is your debt-to-income ratio, and different methods for paying down your debt. So let's get started with some of our money tips this week. Um, The first one I think we're going to talk about is creating an emergency savings fund. So I've started creating one. Lindsay, have you? No. Shocking. (laughs) Denton. So this is very different from your saving, your investment savings, um, different from your retirement, saving for a house, your sinking funds. This is money you put away for basically if another pandemic happens and you find yourself out of work. Yeah. 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 See, that would be good because right now, like, what I would have to rely on is the money that I've saved for a house. Yeah, they say that your emergency savings fund should be about three to six months of your salary. So So that way you're not relying and taking the money out of places you shouldn't. Like, you shouldn't have to be using the money you're saving for a house just to get by if something happens that you didn't see happening in the future especially like this pandemic is one of the best examples you can possibly use yeah oh yeah yeah so many funds (laughs) this is why she needs like seven different bank accounts with like three different accounts in each honestly separate i don't you know this but like i don't have a computer like a personal computer right now and like All I want, and God, I never thought I would ever say this, but, like, I just want one so that I can make Excel sheets. Oh, my Um, goodness. She wants to make Excel sheets? What's in my (laughs) accounts? I'm turning into not hating Excel. Oh, my goodness. Because it's so hard on, like, my iPhone's notes section to, you know what I mean? You just can't organize that the same way. I'm pretty sure iPhone has the Excel spreadsheet. You're probably Um, right, because I'm pretty sure I've had to download Word onto my iPhone for work. Yeah. So, still, I just feel like that's, I don't know, there's just something about the largeness of a computer screen. (laughs) Literally me, last week, was it last week we were talking about my inbox? Yes, last podcast episode, yes. (laughs) I'm not doing it on a phone, so it just is outrageous. (laughs) So your emergency savings fund should be the money that is in your savings account that's attached to your checking. Um, You could put it into where you put your investments as long as it's easy, it's easily accessible and you can get it within a couple of days of needing it. Yeah. So just to recap, your emergency savings fund should be about 36 months of your income if you can get it to a year of your income good for you that's amazing if anything really serious happened and you had a year of your salary that's amazing that's insane 
the three to six or having a year of your salary even three to six like how long it would take me to like while saving for the other things that I'm saving towards yeah like you run out of dollars you do it's definitely one thing it should be on the top of your list but when you factor in like the fact that I have to get a new car and then saving for a house and just saving for retirement it's like I haven't even begun to think about retirement. I really should look at that. You really should. We should do a podcast episode just on getting Lindsay ready for retirement. Yeah. At this rate, Lindsay's never retiring. Oh, don't say that. (laughs) I'll be like 75 and just still living my life at work. I don't mind working. It's okay. Okay, you prepared. Don't worry. All right. All right, the next one we're going to move on to is keeping your wallet and purse organized at all times. I find this to be one of the ways that I don't overspend. I find if my wallet or purse is just a mess and there's just receipts in there, I almost get this mentality that's like, well, there's already a whole bunch in there. What's one more? Interesting. You've you've never found that? No, I... Though, how do I put this? Like, looking back on when I used to spend terribly, my purse is a disaster. But I never felt, yeah, yes, bottomless pit of just like anything you could possibly need at any given moment, plus a thousand receipts. Out of her purse. (laughs) Yeah, it was insane. Um, But I don't think that I ever felt like that was making me spend like maybe there was some type of correlation there now I literally have like a tiny little like crossbody bag that doesn't Mm -hmm. even fit my normal wallet in it like I literally (laughs) just have a smaller thing that holds my cards I just have like the cards that I need day-to-day going around and it holds like I don't know my phone like hand sanitizer my mat like it's really little so it's it can't get messy yeah, which I think is good. I don't know. I've always realized that when my stuff was just so messy or, like, I carried a really big purse, it led me to spend more money. And I find it to be the strangest thing. But if I just bring, like, a crossbody and I throw in, like, my credit card, my air miles, my phone, mask, yeah. I don't spend a lot. Maybe we felt more bad and bougie with our big bags. Maybe. And we're like, we can spend... It's fine. I don't know. I don't know. I'm never going to go back to the big, big purses anymore. My back just can't do it anymore. Like, my purses used to be, and you know this, like, outrageously heavy. Like, they were easily, like, 10 to 15 pounds. Okay, just to give everyone perspective on when we say you could live out of this bag, it was huge. There was, like, an agenda, a hair, like, a full-size hairbrush, um probably some type of clothing then you have her wallet there could have been snacks in there there was there was always snacks there was like lotions and lipstick like there were things in the bag that I couldn't even tell you were in the bag I had like a mini pharmacy in there like I was that person when anyone was like does anyone have an Advil or like anything I could just whip like whip out this like ziploc bag full of (laughs) Like, it was crazy. I'm getting too old for that. My back is like, no, no, thank you. Oh, my goodness. I just need something that holds your debit card. (laughs) Hey, whatever works, works. Yep. Smaller bags, if that leads you to not spending and your money's more organized, then power to us, eh? Yep. 
And less money spent at the chiropractor. It's a win-win. <laughs> How to save at the chiropractor. Don't <laughs> carry a big purse. All right. <laughs> That's a tip for you. <laughs> so funny. Next one we're going to talk about is the amount of free monthly transactions you get on your debit card. Um, for me, I pay a monthly fee of about 10 bucks and change, I think. And I only get 25 free monthly transactions. And then once those are up, I start getting charged like $1.25 for everyone that I go over. Do you know what yours is, Lynn? Okay, so I'm in my bank account right now because I actually have no idea. Would it come out of different accounts or would they all come? They would all come out of the same account, right? Yeah, so my fee comes out of my checking account about once a month. Um, I feel like I am cheating the system because I'm pretty sure I got put on this like cheap one when I was a student and it was supposed to expire, but it's obviously when I'm still getting charged. It's $3.95 <laughs> for unlimited transactions. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure because I've never been dinged. Like, I've never had a service fee for... That's crazy. When you become an adult and you have to start adulting, you get taken <laughs> off that beautiful student checking account that you get unlimited. I think I had unlimited transactions and I paid $0 a month. Yeah. No- yeah, I feel like that's definitely not supposed to be uh, a thing oh, right now. Don't complain. <laughs> no, definitely not. I'm afraid to go into the bank for anything and get loaded. <laughs> Yeah, they'll be like, are you still in school? Yes. Yes, I am. Can I see your student ID, please? <laughs> um, it didn't come because of COVID. You know what? I still have – I have my alumni one that I carry around. I don't know if it's ever going to do me good, but – Does your school – sorry, so off, off topic, but did your university let you – like, do you have alumni perks, like, automatically? I think there is. I've never actually gone in and looked at them. I get – Every once in a while, I get, like, insurance things sent to me for, like, discounts for being an alumni from UIT. But yeah. I honestly have never – if there's, like, a website somewhere, I've never looked. Yeah, I get stuff like that sent to me, too, in the mail. But, like, for York, you have to pay – so one thing I wanted access to as an alumni was, like, the um, – library database like all the journals and okay, stuff because yeah. I use that kind of stuff at work a lot mm-hmm. but you have to pay a monthly fee Shut to have up. access to yeah whereas like there's some universities I know people who have gone to other universities like I'm pretty sure Trent's like never expires like you just your login lasts and you can go in and use their stuff because you were a student there at some point and stuff like that because there's just like hey York I'm not paying you money every month for the fact that I use this maybe like three times a year yeah like they already took all your money why do they need more I just ask around like friends and stuff that went to different schools if they have access and people just give me their logins oh, like I use it so <laughs> seldomly I'll just go in find what I'm looking for and then yeah I'm like I'm not paying for this yeah that's crazy <laughs> right um okay so back on topic <laughs> <laughs> sorry um the monthly transactions for my debit card doesn't really matter to me a lot of the times for my small day-to-day transactions I use my credit card and I use my credit card more as a way to budget it kind of keeps track of my running bi-weekly total where Lindsay is more uses her debit card for the everyday transactions and you need to make sure that you're not getting dinged every time you go over if you had a set monthly amount of transactions 
Yeah, I haven't seen anything in my my monthly statements. Hmm. Well, you keep paying that three dollars. Oh, I was gonna <laughs> say I don't want to call and ask. Yeah, the only like better you can get is to get that down to zero. Yeah, which probably is not going to happen. I'm literally paying four dollars a month for unlimited. Yeah, I know there's like people that do their research and they go looking for checking accounts with zero yeah. fees, and it's something I want to look into. I just I feel like I need the patience for that. Yeah, I don't think I could do that. Though getting off topic, I did call the phone company. If you listened to our last episode, I wanted to call and reduce my plan somehow. And I did. Two hours of my life I'm never going to get back. But we reduced the phone That's awesome, though. Okay, also off topic, but on this topic, (laughs) I got Mark to actually sit down and, like, go through his, like, because his income fluctuates each month depending on how much overtime he's worked. But, like, kind of, like, a base number and then expenses and everything. He's going to make a budget. Oh, my which I'm goodness. I'm excited about. I know. So, he, like, wrote down everything. And then he showed me what he pays for the internet and cable. It's probably it's crazy. Rogers. Rogers is insane. Do you want to take a guess? Like, our internet is not great, and we get, like, 20 channels. Oh, my goodness. Okay, just going from the fact that my mom was looking at ours because she was mad at what we were paying and then what we were getting. Like, 200? 170. It's insane. I was like, I was like, you pay $170 a month for internet that freezes all the time, and we barely get any channels on the TV. Like, all we watch is Netflix because we don't get... What the heck is he like, paying we get, for? We get up to like W Network or something like that, oh like Channel Twenty Seven. I was like, one hundred and seventy dollars a month. I was like, absolutely not. We're we're getting that down. So that's gonna be my my new thing, probably in the new year. But <laughs> I'm like, no, that's insane. One hundred and seventy dollars for what? When I lived on my own, I got like high speed internet. It was a different provide. It was Kojiko, which is like more known in like Peterborough like Northumberland area like okay. as you go out yeah. east um but I paid $70 a month for like high speed internet granted that didn't have cable but like you can't be paying $100 for like 27 channels and how many TVs do you guys have we have two but only one connects to cable so like literally the other the other one is only we have a Roku connected to it, mm-hmm. and that has our Netflix and our Disney Plus. Yeah, I think you need to look into that because I think ours is like yeah. two hundred something. But I mean, we have three TVs that have cable. Yeah, you guys are in like a full sized house. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. When he told me that number, I was like, "Are you kidding?" So we're gonna fix that, Rogers. You gonna have some work to do. <laughs> I'm actually just so like proud of you for the fact that you are getting someone to sit down to budget I know it feels so weird oh my goodness I'm teaching her wow this is amazing you really are (laughs) all right one of my favorite money tips that we're gonna talk about is looking at your pay stubs because it was I swear to god inspired by Lindsay (laughs) I mean most things are inspired by Lindsay when it comes to this podcast but the moment I asked her if she ever looked at a pay stub and she said no, and we're, we were like, what, 24, maybe even 25? Yeah. 
I'm going to say 24 because I'm still 25 until Tuesday. That's true. And I think you started looking at your pay stubs for this current job. So we'll go with 24. Yeah. 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 That's a, yeah, that's a, that's a good, a good point. (laughs) I hate this podcast is going to make me have to be so accountable. (laughs) But that's good. You need some accountability in your life when it comes to your finances. I know. I (laughs) know. So she used to bartend. Right. Okay. Looking at your pay stubs is definitely more important when you are, if you don't have a set hourly every week and you're not set salary, you yes. need to look at it. Yeah. Because if you're working. And that's like Mark's. Like he makes different money every paycheck, just depending on what the overtime hours he worked in that pay cycle. Yeah. So like worked. for him. So like he always looks. That's good. Whereas. He's also a lot more money savvy though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. He doesn't have a budget. So that says something. Yeah, but that's, I don't want to say that's what happens when you make good money, but you know. I mean, they say the more money you You make, the, not like careless, but you're not looking to make sure that it's going to the things it should be going to. And I noticed that, and like, not that, like, Mark is not irresponsible at spending at all, but like, he is definitely the more money conscious person out of the two of us, but like, what he, what he thinks is normal to put on his credit card in a month. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Because he's he's able to pay that yeah. off every month. But so that was part of our conversation the other day when like we were going through the budget and stuff. And I was like, okay, hey, let's look at this number and see if like this can be small. Not necessarily every month, but you know, like just on on some months. I'm like, we probably don't need to eat out as often as we do, and and things like that. But yeah, I think the more you make, the less you are. Like, you're not as in tight of restraints, right? Yeah. And it's hard when you are making that much to realize that not everyone makes that much. And like you said, the things that he thinks is normal is not normal to a lot of us. <laughs> yeah. Mate, yeah. He he spends a lot of money on, like, the house rentals. Mm-hmm. So he got this house last year. Um and it, has, it definitely has some, like, fixer-upper things to it. So that's usually where most of that is coming from per month. Yeah. But just even being, like, okay, like, does this need done this month? Like, what if, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, even just budgeting those things, being, like, is this a, like, prioritizing what needs done? Yeah. Kind of thing. All right. Yeah. We get off topic so easily. <laughs> I know. Okay. So we need to start seeing each other more often before we do these podcasts. I know. Because I feel like we, we get on these like tangents of just like catching up. I know. Okay. So just to recap, looking at your pay stubs, honestly, I look, my hours are the same every two weeks, but I still look at it. I just want to look at it and make it, make sure that the taxes are coming off right. Um, every other paycheck, my benefits are coming off right. So I look at it even if I know it's going to be the same. If your hours fluctuate week to week, you definitely should be looking at it. You want to make sure that you're not being cheated out of any of the money that you did earn. Um, If you have overtime like Mark does, you should really be looking at it to make sure that's being shown correctly on your paycheck. Where Lindsay is more salary, she gets the paycheck, same paycheck every two weeks. I'll let it slide a little bit that she doesn't really look at it often. <laughs> if we were having this conversation back when she was um, 
working at Montana's, I'd be making her look every week because her hours were crazy and all over the place. But yeah, yeah, for sure. I also noticed too, like where I work, there's a staff that are paid hourly, but like because they work in different departments and stuff, their rate of pay is different depending on like what department they're oh, in. Oh, that's different. Yeah, because like some things need like more like certifications. Or, yeah. Like, kind of have like a higher standard of like what we would hire in. Um, but then they also will work in like like floor shifts or things like that. So even that I think of sometimes just like like that must be so hard to keep track of and just like that's one of those things that I'm like check your pay stubs because you worked like a few hours in this department at this rate of pay and then this many hours in this department yeah. at this rate of pay and like this and this and that can change every week and yeah I feel like things could definitely get like I put in payroll god help people but like <laughs> you know what I mean it's just like just a simple mistake like it's not intentional but just something simple yeah and like definitely uh I feel like I look at it as more important now that I'm on like the other end of being someone who inputs it oh my goodness just being like (laughs) it's easy to be like oh like shoot that was like not this day or that time or you know and that's another reason why I took mine is because I work for three separate people and they all have to submit their own timesheets and then Mm -hmm. that goes to like our head office Mm-hmm. so I just have to make sure that my total hours actually equal what the total of the three are so yeah it gets confusing it for does. sure I just want to be salaried. sometimes I log in <laughs> yeah at least and you know what I didn't even do this when I used to work on Montana's again for those who haven't listened to like the episodes where we spoke about that like I just didn't pay attention to the paycheck because server wage was so like minimum Mm -hmm. like I just went off of my tip money so like I wouldn't even be able to tell you what day I got paid like if it was pay week or whatnot like I just didn't look like now at least like every day that I know that I'm getting paid like I go in I look at what came into my account like that it's the correct number isn't it the best day ever payday (laughs) it's so nice and then I move everything around to pay my bills and I was like see you again in another 15 days oh my god (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're turning into me that is exactly what I do like sometimes um like this past Friday was payday and it's just so exciting to get up because that's what I do I'll lay in bed before I actually get up yeah yeah it's I'll look so at funny. what I got paid and then I'll like move all my money to my savings I'll pay the bills that have yeah. to be paid it feels good though now like watching like I have never saved this amount of money before mm-hmm. like I've never had this in my bank account that's my own money yeah the only other time I've had numbers like this is when I had like my OSAP loan yeah like got deposited into my account (laughs) yes and oh my god my OSAP a whole different story but um you know what I mean it's just like a good feeling like Mm -hmm. it almost gets like like I feel like I'm starting to like get that like motivator of like on payday and moving my money around and like yes I'm not spending it on things that like I would want to spend on it's just a good feeling like signing in and seeing that number growing and knowing that like that's my money and like I it it wasn't a loan it didn't come from anywhere else Mm -hmm. and I think that kind of helps you want to save more so it it for sure kind of puts you in a mindset where it's like okay so this is what I'm saving now like is there a way that I can increase that and just put like a little bit more every paycheck towards whatever you're saving for because as that number is growing it just gets so exciting yeah it's awesome just so proud (laughs) (laughs) thanks (laughs) tapers 
All right, I think we have time maybe to do two more. So I'm just going to pick the two. I think we have like five left that we could go through, but this episode would be like an hour long considering we're already at like 32 minutes minus a little freak out that Lindsay had because of a bug. Oh, Oh, I hate bugs. Um, Okay, so what is going to be our next one? I think... We've kind of touched on this. We might be able to just kind of sum it up. Separating your savings, your money for your bills, and your everyday spending money from each other can really help you not spend a lot and not spend the money that is designated for bills. Yeah. So we've I think we've kind of touched on this in another podcast episode. Like you would really want a separate checking account for money that you can spend on whatever you want. Yeah. For sure. I feel like that would help me. And it's probably something I should look at doing. But then, like, even just to what we were talking about earlier, like, do you think that makes sense when you look at, like, fees? Like, would I pay? So that's where you would probably look for a no-fee banking account. Just, like, a very simple transactions. Okay. Yeah. But so we both separate our savings, like, very much separate our savings from our everyday money. Uh, I don't separate my bills from my everyday money. I just have gotten to a point where I'm pretty disciplined and I know like this is what is for spending and this is what is for the bills that come out after I get paid. Mm-hmm. But I mean, teach their own. If you are really struggling with not being able to pay for your bill because you accidentally went and spent too much when you were shopping you need to move your everyday spending money to a separate account. Yeah. I feel like that technique would work well for me. And just even like the the accumulation of things, I know we've touched on that before, but just be like, if I didn't go shopping in these two weeks, mm-hmm. then like I still have that money, like knowing that it's going to build or something, or I can kind of like play around with that. Like I think designating a certain amount of money, each paycheck to spending on whatever the heck I want yeah like I feel like that would just give me because I think in the past when I've tried to do budgeting I got way too disciplined and I didn't give myself any money for buying like fun things and I just got really like like I wasn't motivated I just got like so bummed out because I was like I can't do or like get anything that like I like I, I went way too extreme on it and I wasn't successful doing that so I think allotting like a certain amount of money that's just fun spending and if it builds like being like cool you can buy something that's more expensive and fun yeah so like two things on that if you're really super strict you're probably gonna end up breaking it and spending like a ton of money that you didn't have and Mm -hmm. what was the point of all your hard work and then Mm -hmm. we aren't saying that you need to empty that everyday spending account every two weeks or however many times you get paid a month like Mm -hmm. if you don't use that money great leave it in there you can treat yourself to like what Lindsay said something bigger something a bit more expensive something that you really wanted yeah (laughs) just getting to the end and being like there's still 50 dollars left I have to go and spend (laughs) yes we're not saying do that (laughs) (laughs) um okay so let's we'll just quickly dive into this one so setting a time frame for how long you wait before making a decision about buying an item we did talk about this briefly in another podcast episode and I think when you do set a time frame it definitely tie like ties in with the everyday spending your everyday spending account if you're setting time frames for waiting before you make a decision about buying an item 
like I said, I think in the previous episode, two things are going to happen. You're either not going to want it and you just saved yourself from spending money on something you really didn't need. Or you still do want it and you buy it. Yeah. I still haven't bought a crock pot or an Instapot. <laughs> oh, no. Maybe I'll get it for your birthday. That's a very expensive birthday gift. <laughs> but I also, I'm looking at, like, like I think we would, would we use it? Yes. But I'm just, like, right now, I'm like, I don't know if we'd use it enough. Yeah. But, like, it makes sense to buy right now. We definitely need to come up with more kitchen storage <laughs> for all of these uh, lovely appliances we're <laughs> accumulating. Oh, my goodness. But you know but, what I mean? Like, why? I don't know. I'm just like, I, we don't need it right this moment. So yeah. I'll wait until it makes more sense. And that, I guess that could be like a third thing. So the third thing could be, yes, you want it. But the timing right now is not working yeah. out for it. So. Yeah. Okay. Let's finish off with this one. So one of the best tips that I think I could give everyone is you need to find the best way for you as an individual to track your income, your expenses, and your savings goals. So for me, mine's a mix between using Excel and then when I do get paid, I kind of scribble down just like small numbers and stuff as I'm paying towards my savings and as I'm paying my bills and as I'm going through payday. I do usually use like a scrap of paper, but Mm -hmm. primarily right now, sometimes I flip flop. Sometimes I do it on paper. Sometimes I do Excel, but right now we're in an Excel spreadsheet kind of mood. And that's where I'm tracking my money coming in and then all my expenses. Yeah. As far as savings goals, I use a separate app called, I'm definitely blanking on the name of it at the moment, Moneybox. So I did it's a free app but you only get three goals I think that you can track on the free app so I think I spent like the three dollars to upgrade it to unlimited amount of goals that you can track and so you set your goal you this could I use it as like a savings goal and paying off debt so like my car right now it shows what I owed and then how much I've paid so it's kind of like looks like you're saving up to it but for me I just know like what is left is what I have left to pay off if that makes sense yeah (laughs) so every so you set your goal you set you can set how much you want to put aside every week and then it will tell you how long it's going to take for you to reach your goal or you can just not put that information in and then every week you you just enter how much you've paid towards your goal and then it calculates how much percentage you have completed that's cool definitely motivating I love seeing those percentages go up it really makes you want to put like oh if I just put like an extra $50 like how much percentage will that go up (laughs) oh man I should do that with my student loan you should because honestly I'm also a very visual person as I think you are and seeing that number like you can go in there daily and just see that number I think is something that some people need. They need that constant reminder that this is what you're saving for or, like, this is the debt that you have to pay off. And I think that's helpful when it's big things like that. Mm-hmm. Like, when you look at big numbers or, like, goals that you're saving towards that are for, like, larger things, like saving for a house or, like, a car or whatever. Like, yeah. 
those feel so much more overwhelming when like I do I do feel like I would like benefit from visually seeing progress Mm -hmm. with that because it's just so hard to like actually like picture in your head yeah and you can put in smaller goals that you've maybe already accomplished and (laughs) put in that it's at a hundred percent of what your goal was and then those stay up so you can see all of like your completed goals and then that might give you some motivation to keep going and keep paying things off or keep saving towards whatever you're saving for yeah that could be another way you could use the app that's cool all these apps like crazy (laughs) I think that's the only that's the only one I really use budget wise I tried using mint I found it really confusing and you do have to be careful with it because if something were to happen I don't know if this is like completely correct but it's technically a third-party app that you're giving access to your bank account because you add in your bank account you add in your credit cards you add in all that stuff that you can't give third-party access to your banking information so if mint was to have like some issues and there was breaches and you were affected or like you lost money i don't think excuse me your bank would cover you for that because they have a stipulation that you're not supposed to be giving third-party people your information interesting yes huh i know (laughs) so it is great like it really budgets you down to like the cents dollars and cents like it covers like where all your money's going to but you do have to keep in mind that if anything was to happen you might not be covered yeah, that's good to know. Isn't mm-hmm. that like that's making me think of like Uber? I remember when that came out, my dad was so like, he's like, you do not take Uber, like you take a cab. <laughs> and I was like, Uber's cheaper. And he's like, I will give you extra money like, to cab if you need. Like, because apparently, I don't know if this is still the case, but like the insurance was like it didn't cover like people using it. Like you, if you on an accident, you weren't covered under the insurance. Oh of whereas like taxis like are fully yeah insured so yeah my dad was like heard like these horror stories of people who had like been in uber and been in an accident and like they weren't under the insurance of like the vehicle and like blah 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 I have no idea if that's still the case this is literally like when uber became a thing yeah, but I don't know I think I don't I feel like the only times I take ubers were with you and we were severely <laughs> intoxicated <laughs> and you Paints did all such the a good picture of me <laughs> I know I always got you home yeah yes you did so thank you <laughs> oh. oh goodness the most embarrassing things are gonna happen on this podcast <laughs> oh man yeah the good old the good old bar nights featuring oh, Lindsay and Taylor <laughs> I know like honestly once this is all done like I just want to go for like a rowdy night and just have fun who cares if I'm like 27 at that point <laughs> it doesn't matter <laughs> just want to go dance oh my goodness well I mean one of Steven's friends Connor's put a bar in his room so like shout out Tibby's Tavern you might have two people just show up at your house one day oh my goodness all right Love I'm gonna you, wrap Steven. this up <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up because you need to get going. And uh, I think we're already like 40 minutes into this. 
ideal. <laughs> all right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We appreciate all of the support so far. This has been so much fun to do. And I think Lindsay can say the same thing. Yeah. Uh, you can find Fashion Sun's Finance Mess on Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest. So head on over to one of those to let us know your feedback on this episode and any topics you would want us to cover in the future. Thank you for listening, guys. Thank you. Bye, guys.